welcome to episode four of the Bronze Metal Life podcast. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Um, okay, so I very often I learn new words from my kids, and I have a favorite new word. I don't, <laughs> I haven't used it in a sentence three times. I always say if you use a word in a sentence three times, then it becomes yours. I haven't done it yet, but I've been thinking a lot about this word. And the word is sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R, sonder. Um, I don't even think it's actually recognized as a real word in the uh, dictionary, but that's okay because I'm going to take you on a journey with me. Okay, so here's how the story goes. Um, I grew up near an airport. I've lived by an airport my entire life. Um, and so you'd think it wasn't novelty to actually stay in a hotel at an airport. <laughs> but my daughter and I did recently. And um, we were sitting by the window watching the planes take off and land again. And I said to her, you know, my favorite thing about watching airplanes take off and land or fly overhead is thinking about all the people that are on that airplane and what they're doing. Like, where are they going? Are they going to see somebody? Are they you know, are they on an airplane because they're going on a vacation and they're really happy? Are they on an airplane because they're returning home to maybe a complicated family system or maybe they're going to a funeral? There's so many reasons, right? And I and I think the same thing, honestly, when I'm at the airport, it's one of my favorite places to be because I look around and I'm like, these people are all, there's a story and I don't know what it is. Um, it's the same reason I love sitting alone at coffee shops. If you ever see me at a coffee shop and I'm just like, you know, hunkered down with a with a coffee and I look like I'm reading, I'm not. I'm totally eavesdropping. <laughs> or maybe I'm paying attention to the people around me and making up their stories. All that to say, I said to my daughter, whenever I see an airplane, I think about all the people on the airplane and I wonder what they're doing. She goes, oh, mom, there's a word for that. I was like, there's a word for wondering what people on an airplane are doing. And she was like, not really. I mean, not exactly, but there's a word for understanding that other people have their own story. So I was like, okay, well, tell me more. So she, you know, Googled it because that's how we remember things these days. And she was like, oh, the word is sonder. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that name. Okay, so I have done some work for all of us. I've done some research on the word sonder. And here's what I know. It was, it's a word that was created or at least um, made popular by uh, the writer John Koenig. By the way, side note, John Koenig is a Minnesotan. So as a Minnesotan, Minnesotans have to, it's it's actually like part of our constitution. We have to, we have to celebrate other Minnesotans. So he's a writer, he's a poet, and he has a YouTube series called The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. And uh, he uh, writes it and he edits it and he narrates it himself. And in it, and I, I watched this video, it's, I wish I could play a clip for you, but I'm sure I would get fined and, you know, this is not a money-making operation, so we're just not going to worry about it. But you can Google it. Google the word Sonder and John Koenig, K-O-E-N-I-G, and you'll see this, like, beautiful video that he did for uh, the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. And um, Sonder, so the definition of Sonder is essentially the 
the recognition that you are the main character in your own story and that everybody around you who's close to you are like your supporting characters and the people you pass on the street or see in the supermarket that you don't really know, they're like extras. And for each person, they are the main character in their own story and they have a different... um, set of supporting characters. And maybe you're a supporting character in somebody else's main story. And maybe you're an extra in somebody else's main story, right? So it's just kind of a beautiful way of remembering that we all have these complex stories that we're all carrying around with us. So it's funny because I had been thinking about that word a lot since my daughter told me about it. I've been thinking about the word. I've been thinking about the concept. And here's here's where it gets, like here's where, like this is the bronze metal life piece um, of the word sonder and kind of what my brain has been chewing on for the week. For what it's worth, I'd like to share it with you. I've been thinking a lot about how it can be really enticing in your life to judge other people or have an opinion about what other people are doing based on your own experience. And we all do it. It's not it's not bad necessarily. Um, and I'm not actually, you know, I don't want to judge that we all do that. We do have a tendency to watch. Maybe it's like, for example, you might look at somebody else and you might think, gosh, I don't know why they spend money the way that they spend money. Like, how can they do that with the job they have or whatever? And I call that measuring other people with my yardstick. And the the way that this all kind of comes together is I, j- I just have been thinking a lot about how damaging that can be when you use your own yardstick to judge what other people are doing rather than rather than maybe having that perspective of Sonder, that they are the main character in their own story and they have information. Like, you know, when you read a book and you realize that the characters in the book have more information um, than other characters in the book. Like the main character has all the information um, from their own perspective, right? That's kind of, that's how we walk through life. And I think sometimes we can lose track of that, that we have, we have different information about what we're making choices about or how we're, how we're doing things or what we have opinions about. And other people have different information. They have their own information. And so I, I, I could very well be rambling right now, but thank you for sticking with me. Um, because I'm hoping that uh, this is something you can take forward into your own life. Because this is, to me, part of living a bronze medal life, is having that recognition that like I am the central character in my own story and other people are the char- central character in their own story. And that means that the choices that they make are informed by information that they have that I don't have access to. And it makes it so much easier when you consider that to not get in the habit of using your own yardstick to judge what somebody else is doing. If you um, if you are a subscriber to my Substack, first of all, thank you. If you're not, um, there's I kind of see the piece that I wrote this week as complementary to this. Um, and for those of you who maybe haven't read it, and for those of you who have, this is just review. For those of you who haven't read it, I wrote about um, 
realizing that you are not for everybody and how freeing that has been for me. And that has been um, a long time coming. That has been a practice that I've learned and unlearned and relearned and unlearned and relearned throughout my life. And all of it kind of comes from feeling judged by other people and realizing at the end of the day, like, I don't have to be for anybody else. I I don't have to be somebody else's cup of tea. I don't have to be somebody else's preference. I don't have to offer myself up for the judgment of others. I don't have to change myself to fit other people's um other people's preferences. That's what it means to say I'm not for everyone. And honestly, this is all kind of part of the same soup. It's also what it means to recognize that Sonder, that other people are the main characters in their life, and I'm the main character in my life, and maybe I've got supporting characters, and maybe they've got supporting characters, and maybe I am a supporting character in their life, but that I can't apply my decision-making skills or my decision-making information to other people. Um I can't measure other people with my yardstick any more than I want other people measuring me with their yardstick. And when you start to kind of feel into this and live like this and be in this practice, it makes it so much easier to realize we're all just doing our best. Everybody is always doing their best. I will credit Brene Brown for teaching me that when I when when I read uh oh boy, I can't even remember what book that was in. Somebody will tell me. Um, but when I, when I read those words, everybody is doing their best, I thought to myself, surely they cannot be doing their best. <laughs> but the truth is, at any given moment, we are all just doing our best. We're all just trying to get through this. Um, and it is confusing. And it is mucky. And it is a little bit messy. And, um, and that's okay. Because that's what we're doing here, I guess. Uh, so this is my invitation to you to pay attention this week and hopefully beyond but let's just start let's just start there pay attention this week to the times that you are using your yardstick to measure somebody else don't you don't have to change it just bring your awareness to it just be aware of when you use your own yardstick to measure other people and then also Be aware of when you feel like somebody else has used their yardstick to measure you. Pay attention to how that feels. Pay attention to how that, how that, you know, kind of sticks with you. And again, you don't have to change anything. And that's the greatest part about this entire exercise. You don't have to change anything. Just be aware of it. Okay, so here's an example. I like to use celebrities as examples because we don't know them, but we think we do. And we pay really close attention to them. So I like to think about um, this idea of not measuring other people with our own yardstick. Um, I think about Britney Spears. And I'm going to just pick one particular episode from her life that we have a different context for now. And that is, um, maybe you'll remember, she had just had a baby. She was um, she was about, oh, I want to say she was probably like nine months postpartum. And the headlines were all Britney Spears gets in her car, drives with her child on her lap or something like that. It was, 
Uh, and you and you might remember the pictures of her walking to the car with her child and sitting him on her lap in her convertible and driving away. Okay, maybe it wasn't a convertible, but whatever. That doesn't matter to the story. She was driving her car with her son on her lap. And I mean, even I remember being incensed. I could not believe what was she doing? Why was she thinking that? Um, what you know? How how can you be a responsible parent and make a dumb choice like that? Right? We all did it. We all jumped on it. Well, here's what we didn't know in the moment. Uh, we didn't know how fast the car was going. We don't know how long she was driving that way. We don't know what happened right before that. We don't know what kind of state she was in. We don't know how she was feeling. We, there's a lot we don't know about the story. Now, I want to be clear. I am not condoning driving with a child on your lap in general. However, I am saying that later on, after she talked about it more, we had more of a context for what was going on in her life. She was being chased by the paparazzi. She probably had some postpartum depression. Uh, she was trying to, she actually was trying to protect her child by getting into the car and getting out of the situation. And she was trying to do it as fast as possible. Again, I am not saying any, I'm not, I just am giving you the facts. And the, the reason why that actually is all important is because you remember when you consider Sonder that she's actually operating with all of the information and the rest of us are operating with our own yardsticks. And the second we hop in and measure other people with that yardstick, they cease to be human. They cease to be people with feelings. They cease to be people with um, their own decision-making skills. And that that can, I mean, you can imagine, put yourself in her shoes, do your best. I know you're not a pop star. Or maybe you are. And in that case, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for listening. No, but when you put yourself in their shoes, when you attempt to put yourself in somebody else, else's shoes, you realize you wouldn't feel good if you had made a decision like that, that felt like the safest decision in the moment, even though it didn't look safe you would feel really judged and that would feel awful and you would feel silenced. So all of this to say, let me tie, I, I don't know if I can land this plane, no pun intended. I don't know if I can tie this all into a pretty bow, but that's kind of the mess of the bronze metal life is just recognizing things a little bit differently, drawing your attention to things a little bit differently, trying to break that cycle of perfection and recognizing that you know, you're operating in your life with all of the information about you. You are an expert on what it's like to live your own life. Other people are not an expert on that, but they're an expert on living their lives. And the more we can just honor everybody's journey, to borrow a phrase from The Bachelor, the more we can honor each other's journey and just allow people to be living their life as the experts on their life and not using our own yardsticks to measure other people, the better off we're all going to be because that is the key to living a bronze metal life. Staying in your lane, doing you the best you can do, and being the main character in your very own story. So as you head into this week, oh boy, we've got the holidays coming up. It's going to be, there is some potential for some disasters. And I'm just going to remind you to just draw your attention to uh, when you pull out your yardstick to measure other people. And when you feel like other people have pulled out their yardstick to measure you. 
Ooh, we were, we're going to have all kinds of opportunities, right? Because we'll all be milling around with our families and the yardsticks come out at family time. <laughs> but really, truly, just bring your attention to it. Pay attention to when you do that. And remember, remember to to just enjoy, enjoy that concept of Sonder. Enjoy that concept that other people are living as the main character in their very own story, and you get to be the main character in yours. And that means you also get to make choices about how you're going to be the main character in your very own story. And I hope, I hope that part of that will include living a bronze medal life, going a little easier on yourself, lowering the bar a little bit, and uh, just remember to love yourself first. Thanks for hanging out with me again this week on The Bronze Metal Life.